0: Thank you guys for allowing me to do this interview. It has been such a pleasure to have you here in Ecuador, in Lasso, and also to meet you. So for everyone that is listening to us, please um, introduce yourselves and tell us where are you from, your age, well.
1: I'm Jerry Eccles, I'm 82. I'm the father of Justin Eccles, who's here at- at Compassion Connection. I'm from Marion, Iowa, close to Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Uh, We've lived there more years than when we left our city where we grew up. I've always been in Iowa and my home city is Burlington. Mm
2: -hmm. I am Ruth Ann Eccles and of course i live with my husband jerry mm-hmm. we've lived together for 56 years and justin our son lived in the marion address all of his life and we are pleasured to be here at compassion connection
0: thank you thank you so much so tell me guys when um did you know about jesus and When was the moment that you recognized him as the Lord and Savior of your lives?
2: I was a very stubborn child. So from the time I was seven and knew that probably I needed to give my life to Jesus, I did not want Jesus to tell me what I should do. Mm -hmm. So I stubbornly tried desperately to be good enough without his help. And I didn't give that up until I was 12. And I heard a sermon about how you cannot choose to serve God while you're serving mammon. Mm. For me, that meant the world and myself. Mm -hmm. And at 12 years old, I gave my heart to the Lord and let Him be the Lord of my life.
0: Good. What about you, Jerry?
1: Well, in Burlington, they had a nuclear... Uh, facility, and right after World War II, atomic bomb testing was very in the very much in the news. Our neighborhood always sat on the porch and discussed what was going on, and listening to what the nuclear weapon would do just made me fearful. Mm. I I was just so afraid, and. Uh, that fear was noticed by my mother. And she said, Jerry, what, what what's bothering you? I said, I'm afraid I'm going to die. <laughs> but she she gave me assurance in John 3, 16. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not die but live forever, everlasting life. And I accepted Jesus into my life then.
0: hmm well, so you guys have had a long walk with Christ and with the gospel. And also from uh, what you have shared with me, you raise your family with faith in Jesus Christ, with the scriptures and with fear of the Lord. And um, from what I know and what you guys have shared as well, and the echoes too, Justin and Laurel, how was it for you when... Uh, They first decided to start missions and go to another country, first to Istanbul and then here. But that first moment, how was it for you, parents of missionaries?
2: I was very proud that they were deciding to follow exactly what the Lord was calling them to do. But I selfishly desired for them to stay stateside because they had our first grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And those little babies were only one and two year old. And they were going off to Istanbul. So it took me a long time to let go of them Mm -hmm. for the Lord, no matter what happened, because I worried about them. And I'd worry, and then I'd pray, and then I'd be okay, and then I'd worry again.
0: <laughs> so it was a process. It was a process. What about you, Jerry?
1: Well, early in our married life, we raised delinquent foster boys, mm-hmm. and it changed our attitude towards raising children. It changed our, our positives, our, what was, had to happen, and what would be okay to happen. Uh, we saw our foster children make decisions for the Lord. We took our family on short-term mission trips. The first short-term mission trip was really not a mission trip. It was to see a neighborhood girl who had babysat our children, who married a fellow from Mexico. Mm -hmm. They lived in Tijuana. And so we walked across the Tijuana Bridge and visited her, rode a Tijuana taxi to her. And they got a a feeling for what the other parts of the world was like. We also took our children to Haiti, to an orphanage in Haiti, Mm -hmm. where they saw these orphan kids without family, but loving the Lord. And singing, they sang beautifully every night. So that was our beginning of, of seeing the positive of going into missions. And so when our son Justin decided to go to Istanbul, Turkey, I gave him to the Lord Mm. and I gave his children to the Lord. And we were able to visit there. In fact, we wouldn't see the world if it wasn't for our children. Mm -hmm. Germany, France, Great Britain, Turkey. blessing. <laughs>
0: Lasso. 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 <laughs> Banos neck. Uh, yeah. Yes, it is, it is so good to know that God uses his people for his kingdom in other parts of the world. So, for you guys as parents, And as grandparents, what were those truths of the gospel that you hold on to, maybe from the Bible, maybe from things that you remember that the Lord did in in your life that in this moment of letting your kids go would be like, yes, I know who the Lord is.
2: Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, Mm -hmm. and all these things will be added unto you. And that's not the reason we did it. Our foster boys taught us to make rules only that had eternal value, Mm -hmm. not to give our children so many rules. So when we were raising our children, some people thought we were very lenient because we let them dress the way they wanted, wear their hair as long as they wanted. But the fact is we had learned eternity is the most important so mm-hmm. that's the value that we used for raising our children.
0: That is something that not only I think goes for them, but also for their future generations. Yes.
1: I had a young, uh, a young family man come to me after seeing our children, and At he church. said, "Jerry, the Bible says we should be like Jesus, not look like him, mm-hmm. because our kids' hair was so long." <laughs> But we had family worship, mm-hmm. Every and day. and family worship guided them into God's word. Mm-hmm. As young children, I was encouraged to hear them say, "Oh, read another chapter." We were we had a a Bible uh, book on a storybook. Uh, storybook of the scriptures, and we'd get into something exciting like Samson or mm. whatever, and they. They said dad read another chapter and i don't know if it was because they wanted to stay up another chapter longer yes <laughs> didn't want to go to bed but anyway it was it was really good having family worship is the basis
0: mm-hmm. for
1: leading your children into worshiping the lord too
0: good thank you and one last question what would you say or what encouragement you guys could give to those families and those parents that their kids are considering or thinking about moving to another country and serving the Lord in this call to be missionaries yes your first Jerry
1: well like I said you you'll get to see the world <laughs> we, we saw those countries but I would say it's a blessing hmm. to see your children serve the Lord there's a, there's a Johnny Cash song that we have sung, we've, we've listened to before, mm-hmm. where he says, The greatest thing of all is seeing my children walk in truth. Yeah. And that's the greatest thing of all.
2: I would say that uh, the most important thing is to prayerfully lift them up to the Lord as you worry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Philippians 4, 4 through 6 says not to worry So I had to learn that that was a sin for me to worry about Justin and Laurel in Istanbul, and instead to pray with thanksgiving, knowing God is going to take care. And there are so many passages of scripture that connect to that. You can meditate on what the scripture says about Jesus promising that he's going to take care of whomever you're praying for, And answer your prayers if they are in Jesus' name, for Jesus' glory, for the kingdom.
0: Is there any last thoughts that you would like to say after we finish this episode?
1: Well, I think this place is worth investing in. And I would say if you are looking for a mission, and we at home, we have many missions that we invest in. But if you're looking for a mission to invest in, this is a good place because... Not only are they ministering to the unbelievers, they're ministering to the pastors that teach the f- different churches in the area. The truth. That are reaching out to unbelievers. So yeah. this I would say is a good investment with your with your gifts.
2: Hmm. Thank you. And I would add that you can never outgive God. Read the scriptures about giving to the kingdom for furthering the kingdom and follow your study bible to read through what god promises and you never can outgive him he always gives back and the traumas that come in life
0: mm-hmm. you can
2: you can let him have those and he'll use every negative thing even when you get stolen from somebody else or see a loved one die he can use it for His kingdom and for His glory. Remember, eternity is what's important. Invest fam- in it.
1: Our family, Ruthann and I, have dis- have taken on the attitude of, I wonder how God's going to work out this this,
2: this situation. Every
1: situation we give to negative, the Lord, negative, negative or positive, we give it to the Lord and say, I wonder what He's mm-hmm. doing here.
0: Good. Yeah.
1: And it's exciting to see the way He works.
0: Yes, yes. His ways are not our ways. No. That's right. Yes, His paths are not our paths. And He will be magnified and glorified through everything. That's, That's right. Exactly. Even our
2: illnesses and our losses of friends that go on to eternity when we're not ready for them to go. You know, and our family members. Mhm. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Yes, thank you guys for sharing with me and for sharing with all the people that listen to us. And it's such a blessing to have you in Ecuador. So I pray that you have a wonderful time here. It's a
2: blessing to meet all of you here
1: at Passion Connection. That's right.